It's January 21st, 2009, and Richard Garriott is still finishing his space flight. He is literally still in the middle of NASA and ESA medical experiments. He is literally still in the middle of his Earth observation analysis, as well as the particle crystal growth stuff he's wrapping up. And that's going to take him some weeks and months to wrap But someday in the future, it's hard not to assume he will get back into gaming. He still personally believes he has lots of great ideas and desire to build games. It's just today, it's space. This is Idle Thumb. Does he have a plan that he can tell you now? No. Fifteen. And I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. I'm Jake Rodgers. Hey! <laughs> hey! Games! We're ready to go, I guess. Yes. Yeah. We love games. Yeah. This is the first time in a while that it's just been the regular three of us, actually. Yeah, we got yep. those two the K fuckers out of here. It's a yeah. retro podcast <laughs> for you guys. Anyway. <laughs> Remember I, the good old times back yeah. in 2008 when there were just three of us sometimes? Yeah. Those are good times. You can live those times again today with Idle Thumbs. Sweet. 15. And I'm Chris Rabo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I guess we can lead with what I was doing as you guys arrived at my apartment, which was playing the Dawn of War 2 multiplayer beta. As you, the oh, readers yeah. arrived at Chris's apartment. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I forgot. I'm already not talking to... Every episode's like, yeah. you know, coming to Chris's apartment. Yeah, earlier. Yeah, it's like Pooh's Corner, but, apartment. you know, with games. Pooh's <laughs> Corner? Yeah. You got the cop cars driving by... No. Yeah. Yeah, Chris. Anyway, you were playing the uh, Dawn of War 2 beta. <laughs> I was playing that. Actually, it was pretty yeah. hilarious because I didn't have Soulstorm. The, I, ha- I own Dawn of War Gold Edition, but I didn't own Soulstorm, which is the latest expansion pack and which was required to let you That's into also, the beta. Yeah, the key into the beta. Exactly, yeah. And so I was looking on the Steam page and looking at it. It's a $30 expansion, and I was really seriously considering it. I'm like, oh, man, I want to play this game so bad. I want to play it. It's got a new video card. It's going to be s- sweet reason to use my computer like with crazy things on the screen like awesome uh i want to buy it and then it was amazing i refreshed mm-hmm. the steam page and it became seven dollars and fifty cents yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i'm like i know what you guys are up to you assholes <laughs> like, clearly sales of Soulstorm went yes. up like a thousand percent today mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if it shows up on the steam yeah there's, there's probably a sad a number of people who have Soulstorm. Don't have any other games in the series. They, yeah. they dropped the yeah, 750 right, yeah. for the beta key. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so uh, so I got it and I downloaded I said it I made it start downloading when I was at work and then by the time I got home it was done. And uh, I started playing it. And I really did not actually play very much of Dawn of War. Like I, I own it, but I just didn't play very much of it. I kind of missed the sort of a, an initial phase of excitement over that game. And by the time I got into it, I just had there was a lot of stuff other other stuff I played, and I did a little bit of the campaign, and that was it. So I felt it really, just wasn't cool anymore. So you didn't play it. Yeah, yeah it wasn't the, the cool game to be playing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I Up only to play date. games that are totally being talked about. So uh, no, I don't know. I just for some reason uh, there. I mean, there's always a billion billion games on my backlog, and uh, that one just wasn't lucky enough, I guess, to to make the cut. Don't but, talk about your backlog. Why? <laughs> oh, it's just gross sounding. <laughs> All right. Thanks for introducing that. I don't know, that could be, that yeah, could be, a, yeah, that could be a, a horrible blues song as well, though. I've got games on my backlog. Sweet. I'm sorry. That's yeah. okay. That's okay, Jake. Jake's off. 
<laughs> kicking the show off in fine form here. Welcome, you know, sort of weird, backlog. like t- tired, like strange Jake. It's, it's cool. <laughs> it's, it's one of the Jake archetypes. Well, I just I just got a lot of games on my backlog right now, so <laughs> trying to shake them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I, uh, you were playing you were playing yeah. the DOW two beta. Yep. And I just I downloaded it. It was cool, and I'm 40K. playing it. Forty k. And uh, didn't really know what I was doing. It was the classic sort of RTS experience of being on a team with some other dudes mm-hmm. and sort of just fiddling around and clearly <laughs> fucking it up for everybody. Like as I have my three little dudes sort of, well, yeah, like walking around and kind of like, shit, what do I do? Shit. Look at all the teams cool like stuck on the left and you guys yeah. are like, Hey, cool. I yeah. can shoot stuff with this big well, dude. I built like, <laughs> I built like eight power stations that I had no like right, actual yeah. production capacity. Like, so just I just, cause the voice <laughs> sounded cool. <laughs> oh man. The, you know what actually I really enjoyed, uh, for some reason, like the, this game has, um, uh, you know, little tool tips that pop up yeah. to help you the first time you do a certain thing. Because it's for noobs. Because it's for noobs, exactly. And uh, the it's got a little voice that reads them. And the the girl who says resource, she pronounces it like it has a Z in it. She says resource. resource. And like resources. You've got to get yeah. all your resources. It's her resource. rap name. <laughs> it's her rap name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll take that. Um, so I enjoyed that. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, I don't know. I, there have I, to be like classes, like you know how like they for for movie actors where they teach them different dialects and stuff. There has to be like a computer voice class. There's <laughs> got to be. There's you know enough I mean? call like, for that. Yeah, especially in video games. Mm-hmm. Like there yeah. has to be some like master of computer voice. You know, <laughs> it's so, actually like, a computer. Some, some lady who's my the equivalent of, of like computer voice. The, the yeah. trailer guy who's right. in everything. It's, yeah, right. It's the lady who did all like the time on the phone for thirty years. And <laughs> right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's resources, not resources. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to have that weird, like, affectation yeah. for some reason. Like, this is, <laughs> you sound proper this way. Computers are proper. They don't fuck around. But they sound so hot all the same. when <laughs> they're DLs. And then they wink. <laughs> yeah. Man, speaking of hot computers, uh, like, I got to just sort of say, I, I don't, I, this is going back to a, an old game at this point, but not old, but a year old, Halo 3. All this shit. Did you guys play Halo 3? Sexy. No. Like, I don't know. There was this whole weird, like, pseudo-romantic plot thread between Master Chief and the computer. Yeah, Yeah. Cortana. It was fucking weird. They were like, I don't know. It was very bizarre. Like, as far as I'm aware, she is fully an AI. Like, she's not a cyborg or something. She's she is a computer. Like an actual They cut mm-hmm. the they cut the sex scene after the hot coffee scandal. <laughs> well, I mean there are parts when seriously like, like grinding up against mature, the table. Are they gonna embrace <laughs> they're, they're some like kids now? Like what like I don't Yeah, it was pretty mature. New themes, yeah. you know, they're they're hitting those hard topics. It was very weird. <laughs> Computer love. But anyway, Dawn of War two. Um <laughs> I yeah, right. I can't speak much about the the sort of depth of the game or anything, especially because I'm so new to it. But I I have to say this is pretty much exactly what I, I I wanted this game to be, which was I get to be a bunch of hilarious space orcs like <laughs> building tin can robots that stop around and like pick up enemy space marines and throw them. Yeah, you had like four of those pincher yeah, guys. I just kept buying more and more of them. I'm like, well, whatever. These guys are way more hilarious than like anything in another RTS. Uh, just gonna build those. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I was watching you play, and your game did consist of like a sort of tank that looked like it was made out of trash cans, and like four mechs that had comedy pincher arms, sort of yeah. flopping around. I was like, okay, I guess, I guess that's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, like the, I wanted I like to play the, the game after game. seeing that. Which, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nick, on the other hand, a real gamer may have different <laughs> thoughts. No, all those are old units. You know, they're from the last game. That's been done. <laughs> well, they're from the source material. What yeah, do you, I know. What do you want them I'm to do? 
No, I don't know. I like I, I've never been like a huge fan of Dawn of War, so I can't I can't come out and like criticize it a whole lot. But but you but really the, but want you're to. going to? Well, I don't, I played it for about an hour, and uh, that's all you need. It, well, it, you know what? It is, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> oh snap! Snap judgments. But no, I, I do want to hear this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd like to actually is, hear you, know? you go into it because. Because I I feel like I'm not nearly probably as up on this genre as you are, and I'd be yeah. curious to hear kind of what you're actually. Well, you know, I mean, to me, the game is a lot like Company of Heroes. Like they've clearly <laughs> taken a ton of you know mechanisms from that game and just directly ported it. Just even in just the way that things look and the cover system that they're using, where you can you know it gives you that little yellow dot where you can right. you know put units behind cover and stuff. That's all ripped right from from Company of Heroes. So it's it's basically a direct you know compilation of those two games. Um, which is cool. Like I was, I was, you know, I was kind of what I was expecting. Yeah. And so was I, and I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I was excited. You were to play disappointed it, that your expectations were met and not exceeded. Well, you know what? <laughs> exceeded. <laughs> Maybe it's because I played a lot of company heroes recently and, and you know, that might have something to do with it, but also I think I'm just a base guy. Like I like, I think you were about to say, maybe it's because I'm just a baby. (laughs) Maybe Maybe I'm just a huge whiny baby. (laughs) I'm Nick Dragon. (laughs) Yeah. You are being a huge baby. Well, I probably am. No, that's cool. People will call me a baby. So you like base base building? I like base building. And this game is completely, you know, streamlined that that. whole process. It's pretty... They said, you know, you're going to be building bases on the, you know, front lines now instead of the... But you're not really. You You can build a turret here and there. Oh, the turrets and resource... But that's about it, really. I mean, it's it's mostly about units and, and, you know, they're certainly uh, appealing to people who just want, you know, like a... Uh, more get into the front lines like quick. kind of yeah. yeah yeah get in the front lines and do yeah. more action type stuff which is cool it's funny. i like that you know i i i appreciate the fact that there will now be you know starcraft 2 will will be its sort of ramped up version of of the you know the base building sort of you right. know, archetype and then there'll be this which is completely the opposite i like that there'll be those two options right but, right 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 i have to say it's funny that you mentioned that because i didn't actually think about this when i was playing but now that you bring it up it, it's actually sort of a weird thing that's going on in my brain like a, a weird conflict because i I feel like I really like base building, and when I play StarCraft, I really enjoy like being the Protoss and building a million photon cannons and mm-hmm. building my 18 million starports and generating a thousand carriers all at once. But in reality, I never ever actually succeed at doing that better than right. the better dude on Battle.net can do it. Like He always builds more buildings and has the better build order and just knows the correct sequence, and like I always feel like in that game, as much as I love, and I played a lot of StarCraft, and I actually got to the point where I was pretty decent on Battle.net. Like, I, I, you know, I, I could win games on a fairly regular basis. Yeah. But I still, it, it always felt like you had to solve this puzzle. And, like, once, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah it's probably not, <laughs> I mean, I understand. It's less a puzzle and more of, you know. I think at the chess, highest, I think, but, I think at the highest level, that's true. But there's still a certain amount of because it's. It, I mean, it, it is like chess in a way that you have different, you know, uh, build orders or, or you know, opening moves. You know what I mean? And so I. That's it's true. Not, it's not so much a puzzle, but that's, that's but true. You do sort of have to have that basic knowledge. I think to me, there's I have, a much. Yeah. You know, it allows for a much right. wider range no, no, no. of skill. Obviously, you, that's true. And I and I don't think I ever talked about this on actually on albums. It was weird because I've had so many weeks to talk about it, but. The, uh, Far Cry 2. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, GOM TV, like StarCraft oh, 2, yeah, those are great. Intel Classic matches. Yeah. I love that stuff. And like clearly, there's a lot of really genuine sort of spur-of-the-moment strategy going mm-hmm. on there. You know, people are reacting with actual sort of strategic plans that they're modifying over the course of the game. That stuff's amazing. And you guys should go to, is it GOMTV.net? G-O-M-T-V.net. So, yeah. Like anyone who isn't aware of this should go there. And I think it just ended, actually. Mm. Um 
or it is ending soon. I, I, I think I missed the finals, but you, they have all the matches archived. It's just a big, crazy StarCraft tournament in Korea. And it's amazing. And, and, but I, but I guess I feel a lot of times on a practical level, like when I'm actually sitting down and playing StarCraft, I feel the same way I do about a certain type of like 2D fighting game, which is that there's all this sort of just rote stuff I have to internalize first. Like all these like yeah. move combos, or I feel like in that the about case CS of StarCraft, as well, actually. yeah, uh, I, I kind of see what you mean there. Although that game is so like lightning mm. quick that it's. I guess I mean just clan play on on like dust. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone, everyone goes just to like, like a, a certain place, like, and yeah, you're like, yeah. wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, but there, there's like, and that's not. A, like a sort of a negative point on those games. It just makes it, it, it makes me stressed out that I know yeah. that if I don't execute these technical things correctly, I'm, I'm sort of just setting myself up for my strategies to be less effective, which again, that's just part of sort of a thing that has that level of depth to it. But it also yeah. does kind of freak me out. And I'm, for some reason, like after playing games for as long as I have, like I you don't want to be freaked out anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind yeah. of like, yeah, you're too old I, for this shit. I, I, it sounds stupid, but that's actually kind of how I you stay in the kiddie I mean? pool. Yeah. Now yeah. fucking, I, uh, fucking Nintendogs. Yeah. Yeah. When, I, when I was in college and playing a lot of Starcraft, um, like, I mean, I guess that game's still huge, but you know, huger at the time. Like yeah. I, 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 for some reason was just more tolerant of letting, of, ha- of my games, like giving me a heart attack. You know what I mean? Like I'd play through a whole StarCraft game and the entire, it'll be on edge the entire time, even when nothing exciting's happening. Well, oh yeah. Cause it I, might happen. Cause I right, know yeah, cause that an invisible yeah. man is building <laughs> shit like as fast or faster than I am. Right. Yeah. You'll like, eventually see it and then realize the degree you're, totally you're about fun. to be raped. Yeah. Yeah. Or you'll never see it. If yeah, exactly. The guy is yeah. That's good. the crazy, like, mind fuck of RTS games. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Where, like, it it's really, sort of like what we were talking about last week, where if there war, was, like, well, that wasn't on the podcast. Never mind. Well, you can say what it. Just bring it up. Well, it. no, we were, we, were, we were talking about, you know, the, the concept of a game where if there was one. You know, oh, one right. boss, you know, and, and oh, just yeah. you, and then and then right. if that boss was off, like you know, like yeah. in a you Far spend Cry the game style world. with sort of right. with this boss in pursuit of you, yeah, and it occasionally will but that show up or like yeah. show up, yeah, yeah. But, but you just mean, knew he was out there, but, but that, that would just right. it would be is, the same like stasis lock. Of RTS like, oh, RTS one on one is like that. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, the fog of war basically means like you. One of two things will happen. One, you're in perpetual fear. Of this crazy rapist who's like building a base, or two, the base rapist. You're lulled into like a hilarious sense of security. Where, where you're like, like I'm you're rocking. Like, this is fucking yeah, amazing. Exactly. Like, and then like, like right, all this shit. I'm right building. on the this edge of the fog, where you sort of see the the one little scout go and right. swoop in. And it's like, yeah. oh shit, what does that mean? Right. And then like yeah. nuke drops. Twenty yeah. seconds yeah. later, you're right. just raped nuclear by the entire launch screen. Nu- 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 nuclear yeah. launch detected. <laughs> nuclear <laughs> launch. De- nuclear launch detected. Oh shit. Yeah, that, so yeah. that so I and I and I actually I mean so you're saying that you like Dawn of War because it's more casual. I kind of do. Yeah. I mean, I I really mean that. Like, I, I I'm playing that game. And I can appreciate that, but at the same time, I do think there will be hardcore players of like because I think the depth in Dawn of War Two is more on a you know sort of micromanagement. Yeah, it is. And, and I you know, yeah. characters have I will, lots of different yeah. skills and things. That you and can, I will admit, despite everything yeah. I just said, I'm better at macro than micro. Mm. Like, despite all that stress shit, so. I have a See, that's, feeling that's, that's the way I feel about it too. Right. Like, and yeah. so I have a feeling that I, I am not ever probably going to be like a top tier Dawn of War player, but I'm hoping that, I mean, based on the, based on Xbox Live, all the experience I had playing like Halo and stuff on Xbox Live, they're using the same matchmaking system for this. And they really, I think it's a really good matchmaking yeah. system. So you could so, become king of the noobs. <laughs> right. Like there's less, I think. 
there's probably I mean I guess people could just go and make new accounts all the time and game it but I why don't know. would you do that though why would that be fun people did that in Starcraft but yeah. it's a it's a little more cumbersome to it's make a waste a, of your life to, to make it. a new live account than it is to make a new Battle.net account which literally is a one step process yeah yeah so I think there's going to be less of that stupid shit and I I I hope that I don't know I hope it works well I, I'm glad that that they're using that natively and are sort of I mean, making sure that hopefully really- also things like gamer points and achievements keep people from doing that because if you make a new account what's the fucking point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually good. I didn't yep. think of that. That's a good point. Yeah. It also has to be tied to an email address on, on Games for Windows, so that would be a really right, right, address right. to yeah. have to create a new one. You'd have but, to go but, to yeah, but, Hotmail. Okay, all right. <laughs> MSN Hotmail. It would take three seconds. It would, it would take I mean, it would take many times longer than it would to make a new Battle.net account is the point. But anyway, going to what you said about the casual thing, honestly, like just playing it now, and obviously right now everybody's new to this game i mean there's a lot of people who are already familiar with the first dawn of war but yeah. i mean you know i'm playing this with is a bunch of new people very different right game. and so and so, so and that it's the same as company of heroes <laughs> right. and so obviously the scenario is a little different but still it was so much fun seriously just to go on there and build a bunch of shit and stomp around with my big hilarious walking tanks and just shoot it like it was an experience that was so immediately gratifying in a way that that StarCraft isn't, and that's not a knock on StarCraft, because I'm going to play the shit out of that game when it comes yeah. out. Like, I guarantee you here we and now. Like, just, yeah, we will all play the shit out of that game. Yeah, we will all play the shit out of that game. Like, I don't, I sound like I'm dumping on it, but I'm not. I'm just trying to differentiate yeah. it from this game, because they're obviously so different. And uh, So you're saying StarCraft jumped the shark, pretty much? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm I mean, saying. Split it into three uh, games? Blizzard. Blizzard. Oh, God. Uh, no, but uh, I don't know. We were all just possessed by Steve, possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the three games thing is weird. I mean, presumably that means the first one will come out this year. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, it'll be a billion years until the I think we talked about that back when this news came out, like back on in a single digit Idle Thumbs. Probably. Had we started Idle Thumbs when that came out? I think that was that was new news. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah, because I just kind of. I mean, um, it's weird that it's split into three games, but I, I think. I don't mind at all. And I think, as I, really I said then, mind. I mean, all three of those yeah. games are probably going to contain a StarCraft worth of content. Right. Or yes. close enough. Yeah, at least on the single player side. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. doesn't the multi have more races available? No, all the races. It would be re- no because you oh, need really? to be able to play all three races in multiplayer. Oh, the I'm, yeah, yeah. I mean, the first game will include the multiplayer. I'm going to guess that they'll tweak or add some units or stuff. I'm sure they'll add between. units because they added. It'll units be like brew a brew war yeah, style right, update, exactly. like a brew war. Like a brew but the single player like will have a whole new stuff. But anyway, I don't know. I, I just I had such a fucking blast playing this game. It was just really immediate in a way that art. I mean. I was talking to Soren Johnson about this, the guy who yeah. uh, was the yeah. lead on Civ Four and moved to Maxis, and he was talking about how he thinks the RTS genre has just been kind of phasing itself out of existence by just getting increasingly sort of more cumbersome. And I, I completely agree with him. I, I it's harder and harder. It just depresses me because I've, I I feel like as a genre, that's just what it is. Like I, RTS is your flight sim. Well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. In a way, like I, I just, when I play those games that are so, you know, that are obviously designed, you know, going in that direction like for like, a baby. <laughs> right. Well, when I play like Halo Wars, like it's a well-designed game. I can see okay, that, everything that they've done. Yeah. Well, but you know, <laughs> that, that Wait, did that you get game, review code of that? They sent that out. We got it. Yeah. In the I, I today. haven't touched it yet. Yeah, I haven't out. either. Yeah. Um, but I played the game. Yeah, but it's just no. I agree. That game is like an egregious example of it. The pro- the difference is, I think that game tries to be a much more traditional RTS, but it's like a hilariously simplified version of it. Mm-hmm. Whereas to me, Dawn of War just feels like a hybrid of an action game and an RTS. And I'm like, yeah. this is like just a cool thing. It's just on its own, like 
just on its own merits, this is like a really cool game. Check concept. your expectations at the door, Brecken. <laughs> I don't know. I, to me, like, well, I'm like a, I love Company of Heroes, so I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not a fan of that no, 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 hybrid I, style. And I understand play, what you're but, saying, also, but but, but when to you say think that the genre, the, you know, to, to have a complex RTS is killing the genre. To me, it's like, uh, I, no, I it's that, not like I, there were, I think there are things that they can do to make a game like Starcraft. Well, Empire's coming out daunting. next month. I mean, what are you worried about? I don't well, know. no, I'm not. I mean, I'm not like worried. I'm just, I'm just saying. I think there are other ways to go than. You can you can streamline it in ways that, that aren't out. stripping things well, I think down. There are. I, mean, I mean, I think they're right. You look at Dawn of War, you look at StarCraft II, you look at Empire Total War. That's an amazing spectrum to be coming out in one yeah. year. Like that's, I would say that's a pretty great thing for RTS players for all that shit to be. Oh yeah, you can't complain this year. It's gonna be a good year for RTS. Yeah. I mean, I, because, it's the year of the video game. Yep. One of his arguments was that most of these genres reached the point, the thing that made them popular in an era when they were less complicated. And he said the same thing about Civilization. Like mm. the thing that that made those games, like if those ga- if Civilization Four had come out, the, had come out in in 1993, it's probably pretty unlikely it would have attracted the same. Like people would have just loaded that up and been like, "What the what the <laughs> fuck? Are you serious? Right. Like it's crazy. It's a it's a daunting yeah, I mean, thing." Making so the popularity that's, of the that's franchise not an RTS, is not. But, well, yeah, yeah, but it's not. I mean, that's like it's the same thing with SimCity Four, and like, and now you're managing four thousand layers of like the the crazy like you know like the Plumbing. freeways and right, yeah, the, and the, yeah, and the trains. Not, and, like know, that monorails. game. That game became popular <laughs> because you could make commercial, industrial, residential zones, power, train, and roads, and right. you'd build a city. But then it's like, sweet. What if we exposed the sewer system? What if we did freeways connecting the towns? What if we pursued alternative energy sources? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I and I don't and, and I mean make, pe- yeah. people yeah, people have been playing that the games want that stuff but when when it starts when the, when a genre sort of starts eating itself because it's only yeah. serving that group of fans like, yeah, like yeah, the adventure yeah. genre did the same thing and the bullet hell genre like the shoot 'em up genre yeah it's mm-hmm. just yeah. there if if all those well, same see, developers are just are just like doing more advanced iterations of the same thing but no one is ever sort of making a new offshoot of the sort of fresh stuff that people. Right, that's basically what I mean. Yeah, yeah. but I mean I, that, that applies to so many old PC genres. Yeah, it really does. The PC, I mean, that really is almost any P, any almost any big PC genre, except for like first-person shooters. You could you could say that about. Yeah. Um, but and, and Nick, I wish I, I wish that modes in those games when you when you talk about easy, normal, and and hard, I wish yeah. they didn't just scale like how hard. How, many, you know, how much money you get. That's a, that's a surprising yeah, yeah. amount of design work to make that scale. I know, and then, like, I know. That, and then it the unlocks a different entire gameplay style. Yeah, that would, it would be <laughs> it'd be pretty difficult, but I, I wish that there was some way to include, yeah. you know. Or some developers could just decide they're going to make uh, an entry-level game and then you could not play it because someone's making a hardcore game. Right. I mean, what? Oh. What? You don't no, need to, know, you don't need know, to play every RTS that comes out. Like, yeah. that's, no, 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 I know, I know. That's one of those things that, yeah. like... SimCity Societies. Yeah. <laughs> well, Great. I mean, well, fucking Civrev. What? Well, I wait mean, for wait yeah. for Cities XL. That game looks freaking ridiculous. I mean, we already talked about it, so yeah. I won't again. But tell me about Cities XL. <laughs> no. Hmm. Hmm. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, but Nick, I do understand where you're coming from. I mean, there is something to be said for not just using sort of populism as game design. Like, obviously, you know, I, 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 I guess I just feel like. Right now, I'm looking at that genre at the moment, and there seems to be such a great spectrum that I'm. I, I guess I just don't have anything to complain about in that particular genre at the moment because I'm also really looking forward to Empire. Yeah, like, that's what yeah. March. Uh, yeah. Hmm? Yep. Hmm. March. Yep. Hmm. Empire Total War. Yeah. That game to me seems to be getting so much more hype than most of the Total War games did. I don't know if you guys. Mm. Do you guys uh, have any what's sense? What's the Empire that? Total War this time? It's uh, uh, it's like uh, em- yeah. <laughs> 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 right. You know, 
I think Rome was probably the most hyped. But, oh, I guess but that's since I think that because medieval was just so attractive. Medieval had already been done. Maybe it was. Yeah, really yeah, medieval like, too. Yeah, people thought it was based new. on the TV show Rome. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty sure that came predates Rome by a while. Yeah. Oh, oh, so the TV show is like licensed from the, from the game property. So <laughs> be great. I got that backwards. That would be hilarious like, if that were the case. Yeah. Yeah, Bruno man, you dialogue. guys have this sweet setting. There's like yeah. all these columns and like all your dudes have this like copper. This is what you think of this shit. We got to make a TV series out of this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, games, video games, games. Mm. Did you guys see the uh, the uh, declarations by Sony Computer Entertainment's Kaz Harai today? Oh yeah, I yeah, did not see the insane. <laughs> Jake did not see But I know, I, I don't know, people in charge of, of Sony, especially when they draw the attention of the game's uh, community, it's usually for saying amazing things. Crazy show. So. But, but you have not, in fact, seen I, this. I saw, that, I saw that some crazy stuff was said by a Sony exec and said, hoo-hoo, and then I decided to not read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Was that? Well, I, I have his comments called up if you would like a, a recap. Jake. I would love a Go recap. Go ahead, recap that shit, Nick. Well, Kaz Harai uh, uh, told the official PlayStation magazine... He said that the uh, PlayStation 3 will continue official leadership uh, in this industry. Sony will. Um, he said that the Xbox 360 is something that lacks longevity. Microsoft has never had a console that's been on the market for more than four or five years, and we've committed to a 10-year life cycle, so you do the math. <laughs> do nice. that fucking do math. Do the math, Jake. Fucking do oh, it. Oh, is this the stuff where he's like peripherals or fucking gimmicks? Wait, are you doing the math? <laughs> Wait, was the math? I hear math going. Unless on things head. go really bad, he added, "There's no way that at the end of a life cycle, our competition is going to have a higher install base." And then he <laughs> he went on and said, "I think this is my favorite one coming up." Yeah, this one is is just is priceless. The PS3. Um, uh, oh wait, where is it? He says, okay, he's explaining why the PlayStation 3 is, is hard to develop for. It's hard to program for, and a lot of people see the negatives of it. But if you flip that around, it means that hardware has a lot more to offer. Uh, he used God of War as an example um, of, of how, you know, a game can look good at the end of its life cycle. We don't provide the easy-to-program-for console that developers want because easy-to-program-for means that anybody will be able to take advantage of pretty much what the hardware can do. So <laughs> then the question that? is, what do you do for the rest nine and a half years? <laughs> Jake Aper is flabbergasted. I don't, I don't fucking know. That's what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? Uh, you make games easily and, put, <laughs> and release titles is, for your platform? This is the best. Like, have, isn't, wait, that's, that's what you do, I they've think. They've mistaken the games for the game's journalist community. <laughs> Crazy puzzle that will take them nine years to figure out, and then when they do, they'll get a picture with good graphics. That's, yeah, what? Why not? What? <laughs> you see, I mean, I don't a, know. It's a plan. They, it, yeah. It's a plan. They They've a got plan. a 10-year plan. We deliberately Spend obfuscate the <laughs> to throttle the, the perceived fidelity of the consoles. So people are more surprised when developers have spent nine years busting their ass for an engine, they'll throw away the next year when the PlayStation 4 comes out. Yeah. Nice. I love, I love the idea yeah. that, that you spend nine and a half years cracking the code, after which point the PS4 comes out. Right. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Secretly, an ARG spread across the development community. Yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. that developers don't tell each other that shit. So I also, I also like that Microsoft hasn't had a console that lasted more than four or five years. Yeah, like, right. well, they had one. They had one console before this. Like, this is their this is their <laughs> second one. Like, I, okay, okay. Yeah, that's you know, it's true though. It is. You can't really deny it. Well, you if you do the math, I guess it's pretty irrefutable. I mean. Yeah. 
that's true that everyone's everyone's original Xbox did explode the day that the 360 came out. <laughs> so that was fucked up. Yeah, that was too bad. So none of those lasted. Oh, man. Sony. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what more to say about this. No, it's kind of just, it's, it's pretty, it kind of just speaks for itself. Yeah, but the, it really does. Oh, oh, oh I mean, the, the, official, the official leader is pretty great. Like, the, the, my favorite thing about declaring Sony the official leader is that that's actually the opposite of what it is. It's like, <laughs> with the PS3, this is a, the official leadership. Like, well, they, they have official, the official sponsorship like, of leading. That doesn't mean <laughs> that it's number one in sales. Like, who, who declares that? Like, who is the official who... Yeah. Like put, I don't the know official of leading the, the leading <laughs> yeah, official the, that stuff sounds so much like the like the old Ken Kutaragi stuff yeah it really does <laughs> it's like it's it? exact like it, like an audio stream of him fell through a time warp <laughs> and accidentally was playing in a tape recorder in some other guy's pocket and he was Kutaragi's like Kutaragi was the guy who said you'll work another job to get the PS3 right yeah, yeah. That's, this is like that but for developers <laughs> right yeah, yeah, <laughs> you'll yeah. work nine and a half years <laughs> to make games on our system it's that, like that, that yeah. is it's yeah, I don't know. Sony <laughs> seems to go through this weird, like, extreme, like, extreme highs and lows of hubris and humility about this stuff. Where it's like, yeah, yeah you're gonna, you're gonna fucking want to work nine years to get good graphics. We're sorry, we're gonna, you know, we're <laughs> like, we're coming back. People are, we're gonna rock this shit like we did with the PS2, but we already are because people are just gonna crack the code. Like, right. What? Yeah. You're gonna work three jobs. We got some cool titles coming out. It's cool. Hang tight, guys. <laughs> right. Home's almost out. Wait, fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> it just you've basically got like Jack Tretton and Kazurai like vying for right, exactly. Like, yeah, right. Punching each other out. Wait a second. Like next fucking year, man. Like wh- what? Wait, what? Yeah, that is that is too bad. We don't want developers to make shit that looks amazing now. Or alternatively, we don't want all the developers doing it. We only want them. Like, he's like, if you did that, anyone could make things easily on this system. Yeah, that's... Imagine if that happened. <laughs> You'd be letting all the riffraff in. There'd be, it's like... like this... Sony's got, like, their butler at the, like, shooing <laughs> yeah, developers away yeah. at the door. That's one of those things that, I mean, I was going to say I'm sure it will go away, but I would hope that it would go away because I, I mean, I don't know long-term in the lifespan of the 360 and the PS3, but the, the fact that Microsoft has gone out of their way to make so much of their development accessible with, I mean, you know, from what I've heard from programmers in the world, a good set of official development a- APIs and yeah. X and A, yeah. there's like, there's just a shitload of content on the 360 on all fronts. Like there is, I mean, all that said, you, you look at the PlayStation 3 and like the, the few things that are on PSN are like generally pretty impressive. PSN lineup is pretty amazing. It's fucking yeah, it good. good. So like, I mean, like the butler yeah. might have done a job that is good. <laughs> they have a separate door for online. That there's, there's no butler there. <laughs> Right. Actually, no. I guess there's a really good. No, that's a fucking amazing, a fucking butler. great butler. But yeah. on, but on the other hand, I mean, who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, great. The the content on the PS3 is is amazing. What's there? But I don't know if that's going to actually work. Oh yeah. I well, mean, you you, know, you, you go yeah. and look at Live Arcade, and you go and look at the like the new community stuff, and you just look at a shelf of 360 games, and it's like, pfft. yeah. Yeah, but I find myself not wanting to troll through that most of the time. Like, I've actually, I mean... That's, I mean, that's maybe the fault of the actual, like, just sorting just, and yeah, browsing yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, than yeah, the yeah. actual development yeah, platform. But the PS3 is so weird. It is, it is really, like, just becoming more and more the boutique system. Like, the, yeah. all that sort of hand-picked stuff on the PSN, that's just, like, some of the most amazing stuff people have made as downloadable games this generation, you know? Like, Everyday Shooter, which was one of my favorite games the year of its release, and 
and uh, like just all the pixel junk the stuff, pixel yeah, junk yeah. stuff, the Q game stuff, right? Yeah, and like Echo Chrome and just all that, like mm-hmm. the Fat Princess game that's coming out mm-hmm. looks amazing. Oh yeah, it's like all that stuff. This is probably a stupid thing to say, and it's probably going to sound entirely like a bullshit console supporting forum thing, but the the PSN and the 360 both are consoles that can run in HD, and they both can run on you know a TV at yeah. 1080 or 720 or whatever. But the content on PSN always, to me, looks like more crisp and like the mm. fidelity. It's just clearer you know, fidelity. It, that's because, well, part of it I think is because more games on PSN actually run in 1080p because yeah. it's you, most of them are, are are doing a lot less actual processing, I guess and that's so true. they can afford to render them in higher resolution. So you'll right. see like actual screen size that are 1080p, or if someone. Like my TV is 720p, but I mean, people who have 1080p, those games will, in fact, probably look crisper. Also, there's a lot of stuff on PSN that has really cool, like minimalistic art design, like Echo Chrome and the Q Games stuff. Like those, a lot of those games have line art and solid colors and like really cool, crisp. Yeah, the stuff stuff on the 360 is more generally more textured looking. I mean, I remember, I remember when I first played Geometry Wars as an example of liney stuff. Yeah, my brain was like, holy shit, this is like. It's the stupid Although lines, but geomet- it looked yeah, nice. It does look nice. At the geomet- time. Geometry Wars looks a lot more similar, though, to something you could have seen last generation. Yeah. Oh, like I know. the original Geometry I know, Wars but that was, that was the first game that I saw running right. at, at nicely high def. That's and true. It, and seeing it made- that game native res was pretty gorgeous. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sorry for a thing that sounds like I'm just arbitrarily no, no, saying no, PS3 no. is better because it looks more crisp, which is the most bullshit. <laughs> no, yeah, right. bullshit but, in terms of like, just, like, other regular games yeah, that like, just output at 720p. I, but I don't like, own a, a PS3, lot of that but whenever, stuff, I, yeah, whenever yeah. I see even even Little Big Planet on a on a nice screen, yeah. even that, that probably isn't running at 1080, or if it is, good job. Uh, but Yeah, I don't know. On mine, it's not, motion. and that's probably where you've but seen yeah, like a lot the, of it. The pixel junk games just, like, make your brain explode because it looks like the most crisp, like, nicely designed piece of game. Well, I mean, that just kind of goes to Sony. Part of it is probably just Sony's sort of selection process and kind of just concept, I guess, behind the PSN. Mm-hmm. Like, they are going for that weird kind of art house, like, yeah. interesting... Right, but, and imagine what content. Pixel Junk's going to be doing six years from now when they really crack how to do clean 2D yeah. art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Anyway, so that was me accidentally being a PS3 uh, graphics fanboy. That's fine. I totally agree with, with yeah. that. Yeah, no, I agree too. Yeah. Uh, sweet. PS3, Kazurai. Yeah. Hilarious yeah. man. I'm glad he exists for... To say things so like that. Maybe we yeah. should officially start the countdown to quality. <laughs> <laughs> year, of the, year of the PS3. We got six years or so. Four? Five? How many? Oh, yeah. So, wait. Uh, what, what year would that be? Like, what, what year did it come out? 2006? Six. 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 All right. So, we got six years. So, basically, yeah. 2015, year of the PS3. <laughs> Shit. Man, yeah, you're going to be wow. fucking blown away you- with, like, God, <laughs> God of War 7. It's just going to, like... It's going to be 4D. They're you know that thing in Back to the Future 2 when the hologram Jaws comes out of the movie theater display? <laughs> you think that you've seen the, the p- potential of your HD TV? Fucking wait. Like, there's going to be crazy sex quick time events just flying into your eyeballs. <laughs> sex quick time God, if we're still using quick time events in 2015, I'm going to be really sad. Yeah. But if it's for, like, sex. <laughs> oh, well. That's yeah. Innovation. You know what also irritates me, by the way? I hate to keep harping on this, but I just want to point out the thing about the 10-year life cycle is I actually have not seen very many people point out the specific thing. Sony, every console Sony's ever made, they say, has a 10-year life cycle. They said that about PS1. They said it about PS2. And it's probably true. Like, they did, in fact, sell the PS1 for 10 years. They, they sold well, probably. Yeah, it did yeah. sell well. Those are the some of the best-selling consoles ever. And, like, PS2. Well, when did PS2 come out? Uh, 2000. PS2? Yeah. 2000? 
Yes. Was yeah. it 2000? Yeah. Okay. And uh, that'll probably that'll probably keep that on the market for 10 years. Yeah, but I mean, I mean but the, that, the but games for it, like... Exactly, just, just, right. That I mean, doesn't like, represent, the last, like, the last year or so that the, the, the games for the PS2 sort of started dropping drop. away. Yeah, it, well, I mean, you could still buy Rock Band 2 for the PlayStation 2. It's right, and you can buy Madden and stuff, but I mean, it's... You're, people are are not doing a lot of exclusive or except for like Atlas are not doing a lot of sort of exclusive or, or high true. like budget stuff. But yeah. anyway, I, I just think that tenure thing is a bit of a fallacy. Like I'd be, yeah, I'd be really surprised if it people kept making awesome. PS3 games years right. after the 360. No one was is gone. using no one was like, using 2009 to tap in to the undiscovered potential <laughs> of the PS2. Of the PS2. Right, right. Yeah. If they were, I mean, more points to them. Maybe they couldn't get a publisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, maybe they actually just. Uh, Got so they discovered so much that publishers looked at it and said, "Oh, this is like a first gen PS3 game," and then they put it on PS3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. man. Oh my god, did you guys see the trailer for that virtual console game? The crazy like trip pong. Oh, that looks great. Bit Jesus, that's that we were not awesome. virtual console. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, whatever. I mean, what was that game called? Bit trip beat or bit bit. Yeah, yeah, bit trip beat. Bit something trip beat. Like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That that game looks amazing. Basically, someone sent me the link to that trailer, and it was just like. 100 percent. i thought it was posted in the gaff final thumb thread wasn't it i'm just oh yeah someone actually well i'd already seen it when they did that but, okay. but yeah someone actually in the gaff final thumbs thread um for one of our recent episodes actually did post that i'm just like i think you'd like this and i'm like yep that is completely 100 percent you want to talk a game about it i would second? love I, I don't know if i can describe it like in an, in an it's pretty hard to describe way. yeah, yeah I mean, it, go, go watch the video it looks like it's some uh, kind of crazy pong like well, it's a, it's a rhythm game, and yeah, it's you move rhythm, the pong yeah. paddle up and down, and when a when a you know there are all these dots coming from right to left. There's and, dots, and yeah, and, and you know they they're they're on a scale basically, and when yeah, you, as they as they hit as they hit the and paddle, as they hit it, they make different but the, noises. The, the ball is also sort of going around doing its own right, crazy yeah, yeah. Thing, it's it? like a it's like a a, a shooter, uh, you know, yeah. in a way that. Yeah. So we love we love shooters that are also music games here at Idle Thumbs. I love anything that's also music games. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, like, yeah, any any game that also is played to a beat like i don't mean like guitar hero i just mean like which i like that too but i just mean you know any game where you're just playing a video game and as you're playing it everything is synced to a beat and music happens any developers just so you know like anytime you do that pretty much regardless of the genre i will think it's the best game ever so bit trip beat best game ever Mm -hmm. there we go i've declared it game of the year cody cx 2009 god it's 2009 Jeez. Jesus. The year weird. of the video game. <laughs> the year of the video game. I wish you take a break. Yeah. Oh, should we introduce our guests for this break? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, give it up for... Uh, Tapezilla. Tapezilla, Tape-Zilla. our sponsors. <laughs> Launchcast or Giant Bomb or... What are the other ones? Um, Idle Thumbs. Thumb. Idle Thumbs. Idle Thumbs. Retronauts thumbs? Is There's it one called Idle the Thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> There's it one called Idle theory. Thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's just named idle thumbs ironically because the thumbs are incredibly active <laughs> but before i would ever listen to any of those uh I'm pretty sure I'd shatter my own kneecaps that's until like I get worst, to 1,000. That's like the worst thing you could do to yourself. Like, how could you ever do that? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're back. Thank we, you, Tapezilla. Look, look that up if you don't know. If you Or, or don't. Or don't look it up. Yeah. Fuck well, it. you could if you want. Tapezilla. Tapezilla. So I played through Mirror's Edge this weekend. I played through the whole thing. Well, not just this weekend. 
you know, over the last several days. Mm-hmm. And, Mirror's uh, Edge? Mirror's Edge, the PC version. I was actually waiting for the PC version. For the um, physics effects. Hey, you need tarps. Yeah, well... Did you tear through some fucking tarps? For like the first day I did. Sweet. And then I got a different video card that's not made by NVIDIA, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. Ouch. It's... Well, well I mean... Pff, ouch! Man. My game is ruined without the tarps. No, I... I no, they, they are, it's a feature. They are cool effects. I mean, I will say that. Like, when I... For the first day or two when I was, when I was using my previous card, uh, which, I mean, the game is sort of low... The requirements are low enough that I was pretty much able to max the game out with both cards anyway. But so I, you know, was playing it with the physics stuff on before, and uh, it is a really good-looking game already. I really love mm-hmm. the art direction and like the starkness of the city. And on the PC, when you can just crank up the texture res, like it, it just <clears throat> looks like a really awesome sort of environment. And it doesn't have the weird. Looks like a really awesome environment. I don't. Yeah, that was a terrible description. <laughs> That's okay. I know what you mean. It was an awesome environment. Oh man! By the way, the guy that reminds me of how stupid I sound when I'm on, when I'm speaking. Uh, just the, <laughs> you know, I mean, when you speak, well, I mean, when I speak anyway, I say really stupid shit that would never fly in a. Like in, in if print. I was actually describing a game in print, yeah, right. and it yeah, just comes. Right. I sound like a retard or like it's a, a baby. Really awesome environment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and as an example of that, just to illustrate how idiotic uh, I can sound. The um, retrograde guy sent me an email and uh, he's the guy who we, we had that whole thing about Kurt Vonnegut back and forth. And he sent me an email and he, he asked me if he could use a quote of mine from Idle Thumbs on his website. And he was all <laughs> excited. We were talking about the game and he was just wanted to, you know, get, get some press out there. Cause the game, I don't think is available for like regular done, done yet. So I said, oh, okay, sure. So I, I go, I went, I forgot about that. And I went back to his website a couple weeks later and the quote was something ridiculous, like, this game is totally cool. It's a clever concept, and I like it. And it's, <laughs> and it's a fun game. Awesome. Like, exclamation your, your face was replaced <laughs> with, like, the Lakitu cloud from Mario. <laughs> yeah. And it was attributed Chris Remo, Idle Thumbs. Oh, it made me feel like a complete goddamn idiot, and I keep meaning to have, to have him change it, and I keep forgetting, so. To put up some gratuitous eloquent like, no just to, just to, i would just give him a, a picture a of you with a watercress sandwich yeah. in one hand <laughs> yeah, right. i would just uh, tell him to remove a couple words like the, i mean i don't know it was really weird it was like why would you choose to arrange <laughs> he the- did the embarrassing interview transcript this game is a uh, uh uh it's you know um well, what can i say it's good yeah exactly uh, you know what funnily enough that reminds me of something funnily, funnily i see what i'm talking about i found myself like an idiot um that reminds me of something else I wanted to... Uh, oh, I can't even speak. Um, another thing that I was just thinking about the other day, and I haven't put a lot of thought into this, and I'm sure it's not something that you'd want to... <laughs> like. It's going to come out great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not something you'd want to apply broadly and start pouring through interviews to tar people one way or the other. But I have noticed, weirdly enough, that when I ask developers if they can name sort of things that have influenced them or sort of other games they're interested in or things that they feel their game is writing on the backs of, be it other games or or just films or anything. And, and again, I don't want to be too sort of broad with this, but I've really started to notice a trend because I do a lot of interviews that the developers who actually have a real answer to that question, their games end up usually being better. <sighs> like, the, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like... No, but I, I'm just saying. I don't know. I just I, I I've started to notice a lot of developers yeah, no, when I ask that question, they have no answer. I mean, I think, like, I think oh, you know, uh, even if it's not that they can't cite the specific works, there. just for that is in line, uh, whatever with the the sort of themes and the tone they're looking to to carry into a game, and who hasn't lost that, you know, right. as, as part of their sort of pitch or things that they think of as their game by the time that they get to the press, that's probably actually a good sign. 
if you ask a developer what's your game, you know, what, what's your game sort of like, and they will throw that stuff out instead of being like, oh, you know, it's like a you oh, blow looked, up a dude. We kind of looked at like all the stuff that's out shooter, there. You know, we kind of just know, looked at all that. Right. I mean, I kind of just have all that stuff around. I'm sure there's a bazillion you know. good games where the developer wouldn't cite a bunch of hilarious things, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm sure that being able to list some things like that off the tip of your tongue in an interview is probably a good sign for a yeah. game that is going to be sort of tonally or thematically sound. Right. Or at least they it's going to have a guy aspiring for something, or it's yeah. going to have a big blowhard douche. Well, sometimes like the works of Kubrick. Sometimes those things are not mutually exclusive. I mean, I've definitely had experiences where a dude has spouted a bunch of hilariously highfalutin sort of influences that their game bore no resemblance yeah, to. But the game still ended up actually having a much stronger feel to it simply because probably the person in, involved was sort of at least aspiring to things. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're not actually you're not yeah. actually going to play this game and like you know be, it's not going to evoke sort of the the, the over of Kubrick or whatever, but I mean, you know, it's <laughs> I, I, evokes the over of Kubrick. But uh, yeah, I hope Thumbs fifteen. Um, <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. That's sweet. The, title, the parenthetical it's a, title. It's rad. <laughs> but it's just it was weird. I was thinking about the other day, and it it, it actually is surprisingly <clears throat> frequent. How often, at least for me, I mean, it, this you know your fucking results may vary, but. Uh, I would guess a lot of the times it would just be something so embarrassing that you know, it, you know even if they could like come up with something on the spot. <laughs> that was my, yeah, you know, I was like, you know I was really aliens. impressed by this physics tech demo. And, <laughs> right. and Did anyone else then, see that that original Half Life Two thing where they dragged the guy around by his yeah. leg and that mattress flopped <laughs> it sort over? Of was born out of that. And then <laughs> that giant pachinko the thing with the thing. barrels. Yeah. And then open world. Yeah. No, Aliens is a big one. Yeah. It's like you take Grand Theft Auto and Aliens and um, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. That YouTube video oh, of, uh, of the Far Cry barrels. <laughs> Those crazy crisis barrel videos that are like <laughs> right, right. art. The, like, did you guys see that shit? Yeah. Well, yeah, there's, I mean, yeah. there's the crisis barrels that look like, you know, the movie Twister when they finally are able to uh, <laughs> right. monitor what a tornado yeah. looks like. And then you <laughs> yeah. see that like on screen image done in crisis with yeah. exploding barrels. Then like mm-hmm. the track mania equivalent of that too. Right. That was some amazing shit. Oh, that video of the 400 million cars. Yeah. Like yeah. making wave patterns. That was That's amazing. Crazy. So anyway. All this brings us back to Mirror's Edge. Oh, yeah, Mirror's Edge. A game that has nothing to do with that at all. Because uh, I didn't do an interview with that game that, that I asked you that question. You interviewed the game? I did, I did an interview with the producer of that game, but I don't think I asked that question, so it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, but anyway, I like the nice. game. Nice. <laughs> well, I, I sort of like the game. I liked the... Okay, this is the thing. I liked a game... The problem was that game was inside a much shittier game. Like Dice made a completely amazing video game mm-hmm. called Mirror's Edge, and then they wrapped it in a terrible, awful, shitty video game called Mirror's Edge, and that's the one that they put in the box. And it was pretty unfortunate because I remember you describing on the Twitter dot com uh, that your if if there was a graph of your enjoyment of Mirror's oh, Edge, like it would. Comb. It would be like yeah. a comb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, was that clear? Did you guys understand what I meant? Yeah, yeah no, I, just, I, yeah, I totally It's just it's riding high and then and something happens right. that you just fall off a cliff right. and want to die. Basically, but I mean, your yeah. enjoyment falls off a cliff, not you. Is this a combat thing? I think. Yeah, like, basically. Yeah. You don't okay. like shooting a dude? You don't like the gunplay? Not, not in this fucking didn't, game, I didn't. Huh? Uh, I, I happen to disagree with Cliffy B on this particular uh, <laughs> note. But uh, basically, okay, well, just as a bit of grounding, like background, I guess, I will put myself through hilarious video game abuse if it allows me to play a game that has awesome fluid really tactile platforming Mm -hmm. like i will i will put up with awful shit 
in order to experience that because I love it so much. Like Prince of Persia, I stuck with longer than I wanted to. Like Assassin's Creed, I've stuck with longer than I than I was actually enjoying it. Mirror's Edge, I completed the goddamn game because I enjoyed the platforming in that game more than in any of those other games. Um, but I had I felt I was just suffering through the other aspects of it. Um, it just like I, I fucking love games where you can just I mean like Crackdown, I loved it because you could just literally all you. You know, you had to do boss battles once in a while, but other than that, you could basically just run around the city and collect orbs and jump and climb, and it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, Mirror's Edge is probably my absolute favorite expression of that to date in terms of the apps, just mechanics themselves. Mm-hmm. I love how that game feels. I absolutely love it. I think it works so well in first person. I love wall running, jumping, fucking doing the crazy 180 jumps off of walls, uh, all of it. I, I even I even didn't mind the parts that a lot of people took issue with where you can't really figure out where to go and it kind of breaks the stride mm. of the fluidity, which is a weak point for sure. But even that, I still enjoyed figuring it out and then mm-hmm. go and then just going for it. I loved it so much. I would think where they're just pointing you in a line. Right, exactly. Where know. it's just never ending, just yeah. constantly. Yeah. Um, but I I despised like with with incredible passion every time there were like eight fucking army guys like shock troops facing me down with machine guns in between me and point a and point b and frequently it was literally an absolute straight line like you get out of an elevator your objective is literally just the other side of the room it's just the end of the room and there's just like four fucking dudes in the way and there's catwalks and shit it is the and you know I put this on Twitter and, and people I got a, a bunch of replies from people who are like well I don't really understand I mean I you just you don't have to do the combat if you don't want like you don't why are you putting yourself in those situations just don't do it I don't know maybe you guys are like magical men or something like that's not <laughs> this is fucking it like there were so many situations in that game when I absolutely could not no matter how many routes I tried no matter how many attempts I made I just could not get away from the fucking gun guys like there are times when you have to climb up a ladder like a tall ladder and there's a dude with a heavy machine gun stationed like 15 feet away if you don't take that guy out i don't understand how you're getting up that ladder because he'll just shoot you as you're climbing it there are a lot of moments like that and it was terrible terrible (laughs) i mean i would have retroactively made this game a a top game of 2008 for me well i guess the pc version came out this year but the other versions came out last year I would have gone back and like retroactively made this like my number two or three game possibly if it just didn't have all that horrible bullshit in it. As it is, I just resent it because it it gave me stuff that was so incredibly great and made me just play through some of the least enjoyable experiences I've had in the last year of gaming. So well, maybe Jesus. maybe Mirror's Edge Two is going to yeah. I can't wait for Mirror's Edge Two. Well, it's you know, isn't it gonna? What is it? Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna marry strong business with a strong, strong IP. IP. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be Mirror's Edge Two colon Portal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, you know, actually, you know what? I really can't wait for. I can't wait for that crazy DLC that's coming oh, yeah. out. Like oh, what this, is the Mirror's Edge DLC? It's, it's basically like minimalist. the Super Mario Gal- uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Bonus oh, nice. Level. Yeah, it's exactly what we always talk about. Like what we want all the time in a game. <laughs> well, we've oh, talked. You and yeah. I have talked about that a lot. Like yeah, yeah. I, I love that shit. That was my favorite part of Sunshine. Yeah, it was the only part I liked about Sunshine. Really, oh, that's that's a little harsh, but fair <laughs> enough. Well, I don't mean I didn't. I I hated the other parts, but it just they weren't memorable. Yeah, every me. time you got into one of those levels in Sunshine, yeah, it's like I then, just want a whole game. And of then this. it was so nice when Galaxy basically was that. Right, Galaxy right. was like. But an yeah, extended, so hopefully the Mirror's yeah. Edge uh, DLC has acapella versions of the Mirror's Edge soundtrack <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> right. I mean, it's really cool. It really is totally abstract. It's just yeah. cool. It's, it's just literally just. 3D geometry in space. That's good. That sounds like, you know, that you know, and what the, was that, hilarious mm-hmm. when they announced that is there were like some people reacted to that and they said something like, 
man, why don't they just fucking just charge like thirty dollars for a load of shit? Because like they thought that you know, what? they're just putting out like blocks. You know what? I mean? Like they took that to mean right. that like they were just like throwing out like random geometry with no textures because they could. It's like a because noise it was filter easy. in Photoshop, but with polygons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why would someone? Some people yeah. might not know how a game works. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. A lot of Mirror's Edge probably looked like that at a certain yeah. point, right. and then they just before it was push that cement stylized thing and it, put yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That sounds like that plus the the time trial stuff in the main game yeah, are the, are the, the game that you the want. time trial stuff yeah. is cool. But the thing is, I like. I like in the main game that there is a threat. You know what I mean? I don't right, mind that there are right, guys right, shooting right. at you. I don't mind if there are guys on the sidelines encouraging you to go fast. That, that I think, was an essential part of the game. And right. that the time trials don't have but that. But it's when those guys but, become blockers. That right, it's... exactly. When they're actually put as obstacles, right. that, that just isn't fun. Yeah, I, I mean, also refuse to believe that, that this character, who's supposed to be frail and all about going fast and avoiding her enemies, is actually capable of taking out like eight fucking special ops guys, which mm. I did a number of times in the game. Like, why is my character able to do that? That's yeah, idiotic. That's, that's kind of too bad. I mean, it, this this talk has made me want to play Mirror's Edge because, like you, I go apeshit over yeah, good over good three D platforming. Should. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I when like when all those original videos of Mirror's Edge came out, I had always hoped that those guys would be there. Like, if you want, if you do really want to fucking take that guy down, you can. Right. But yeah. I had a sort of hope that the developers would have provided a sort of outwit. Uh, alternate route for Brit- well, basically any situation yeah. like that. There's a whole cadre of people who keep telling me that that's possible, but I sure as fuck don't know how. Right. Like, well, I mean, there are those people, but then at least, like, uh, I know you mentioned this in last episode's thread over on NeoGAF, uh, and a couple people came by and said that, and then other people said, yeah, absolutely not. Like, if you're if this is your first yeah. time playing through the game, there's no way you're going to get that achievement. Like, they're saying, like, DICE regrets putting that in even. Oh, right, yeah. Because, because well, I regret they, they, they made the game this way. I, right, but I mean, just the fact that they, yeah, I mean, it's it's clearly too late to fix that in that yeah. game. But that that it, actually really irritated me. I wonder. That, I mean, I wonder if that's true that that Dice put that achievement in there and then was like, "Fuck, we're probably we've, we've probably misled people slightly yeah. about <laughs> but what, see that, what they you can know, do." That really irritates me because that means, and I understand Dice has obviously a strong history of shooters. They're battlefield. That's what they do. But it really does kind of irritate me that they make this just amazing. Uh, gameplay mechanic, and then they clearly knew. Them all. Yeah, they well, they clearly were aware they made a game where shooting is still an expected action. Yeah, like you're still, they still expect most people to go through and shoot people in a lot of situations. That just is really well, disappointing it, to me that they didn't take the opportunity to just make a game where that wasn't. I mean, who a knows? Crucial element. Maybe they weren't allowed to do that. That wouldn't be surprising. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if strong business has will push it in further in the other direction. Really? Either. But there were so many reviews and just people complaining about that aspect. Like you'd think EA would take notice of that. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but it, you know I, what? You know what that game reminded me of? Oh, go ahead, Jay. No, I'm done. No, no, please. I quit the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Anyway. Oh. God damn. <laughs> go ahead, Nick. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, it just uh, Mirror's Edge sort of reminds me of uh, the beginning of Half Life Two. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Just in the way the city just, feels. Yeah, and just, just, yeah. I wonder if that was yeah. an influence. Maybe that a developer would bring up. It, I actually, you know what's funny? Actually, I did. I, I Now that you actually mentioned that, yeah. I did mention Half-Life. And the guy oh. did did point to that as okay. like a touchstone visually and in certain yeah. other ways. Um, well, just the way that, you know, there are guys in, the, you know, in that opening sequence who are sort of there, but you can pretty much run past them. Right. Also, the, the storyline is very similar to Half-Life. Not the storyline, but the premise is sort of similar in that sort of like, Stark futuristic city right. where underground, except like the Vortigaunts sided with the humans. Well, yeah, except that there's no aliens in this, 
and also the story is completely incomprehensible. Like I'm sure there are plenty of gamers who under who could you know rattle off the plot, but I yeah. at a certain point I honestly also the cutscenes are so hilariously terrible looking. Yeah, like they yeah, really they do look like such Mickey Mouse like bullshit. Uh, that well, I shouldn't say Mickey Mouse because that implies like a sort of Walt Disney style animation, but just shit like like sort <laughs> of <laughs> bad new ground like bad new grounds style animation. It's Are like, you ripping on the behemoth now? <laughs> yeah, no. It's just like terrible flash shit. And it, I think they probably were made in flash. Like they I suspect they used flash to make these cutscenes. And it uh, the cut and the story was just such garbled like some kind of mayor and like maybe a mayoral candidate and like yep. a dude is assassinated and someone's overseeing you and maybe someone backstabs you. I don't know. And like, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, at a certain point, like the combination of the you know what been unnecessarily. Just, yeah. It's unnecessary. Why didn't they just leave all of that out? Right. Just let you sort of fill it in. Like keep the story as minimalist as the right. actual gameplay. I was talking to this I about, about, about really a co-worker today and a co-worker and I, there's a really interesting thing that most people writing stories for games don't seem to realize, which is that most of the great stories in literature and film and what have you, the plots are not actually like amazingly convoluted. No, yeah. They tend to be fairly simple stories that are told because there's a really strong thread, like the character goes through some interesting progression or yeah. an interesting thing is revealed that sort of sheds light. It's not what most games seem to focus on, which is just plot, 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 plot all the fucking time. Every cutscene, there's 8,000. Well, I assume like, that if as a game writer, you're sitting down at a page and some guys like hired you to write a game script and <laughs> you turn out like two pages and hand it to them. Like, <laughs> well, here's what I came up with. They're probably going to be like, also, what the fuck? We just paid you. Yeah, like, I would yeah. say that a lot of the, a lot of the broad plot beats are probably determined by the developers and then hand it off right. to the writer. It's like, and then when they get to this part, yeah, right, this yeah. guy's going to backstab you. Yeah, and then yeah, over yeah. here, oh, he didn't after all, because he was being influenced by this guy. That happens gonna, in this game, I think kind of, but, um, what was I going to say? Oh, just the other thing about games is, I mean, okay. A book, <laughs> Um, Jake, like, <laughs> Jake is wearing hilarious, like huge sheriff right now, and he looked really funny, like schooling us on, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the way games. Oh, let me tell you about books. <laughs> anyway, so um, he's book. putting them back on. I wish you guys <laughs> yeah. could see this. Uh, yeah, just, little big play. Jake glasses. looks really good in these glasses because he kind of looks like a cop, like when he's wearing them. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, do you yeah, agree? He Nick? does. Like, anyway, he, he, he really does. does. Oh, he looks like a chip. We like got to like stop talking about that. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, just. All the crazy plot twists and stuff. Um, now Jake knows we're looking at him. Like yeah. This is terrible. All right, keep going, keep going. Uh, put him back on. Uh, I'll put him back on a sec. I'm not yeah, talking. Okay. Um, pretend I snapped them off angrily. Okay. Uh, Give me a badge. <laughs> You're a loose cannon. I am. Um, right. Games are, are kind of long, and the amount of the amount of sort of... Mm. Story that I think is expected in yeah, an eighty-hour game is eighty yeah. hours of story, and when in well, no one that, makes eighty-hour games anymore. Okay, yeah. whatever. Twenty hours, yeah. ten hours. Right. That's that's down to like HBO miniseries or like serialized TV show, and that is the style of plotting that those shows have. Like Lost, that's true. or I mean, even something like The Wire. Like yeah. every episode, some crazy shit happens that changes your perception of either what the next episode is going to be or what happened last time. And uh, well, the problem is in a game you're in real time. You know what I mean? That, that's that's that's, that, that's twenty four. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, that would actually be inter- like a tw- like an no. Or, well, um, yeah, but I'm not saying that's good. But I think that that is also probably where people are coming from in writing. Is yeah, like I see what you mean. Games don't games yeah. don't necessarily have level divisions anymore. But I mean, internally they still sort of do structurally. Each each zone has its own sort of thing, and then it's right. in a linear game. It's divided out into beats and into sort of acts or chapters. And uh, then I'm sure that that's broken down by what narrative event is going to happen in this chapter, and that's probably not the best way to go. Unless 
maybe you're writing serialized narrative adventure game. Maybe you could handle that. <laughs> right. But that's in a game like Mirror's Edge, I feel like what you'd want is something more, I guess this is a stupid thing to say because it's fucking Mirror's Edge and Portal, but you'd want something more like Portal where there is just sort of a slow yeah, build absolutely. up over yeah. time. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, absolutely. I don't think it, I mean Portal I don't think anyone's playing well. Mirror's Edge yeah. for the crazy shocker that happens after the third yeah. the third encounter. No, no or whatever. one cares. The yeah. funny thing about Portal is that Portal is much more explicitly than most of these games a very level based game, right. and yet yeah. it doesn't tell the story in a level based way. It's one continuous, right. yeah. just sort of unfolding. The first, yeah, the, the first chapter is almost the first half of the game. In right, a way. exactly. Yeah, it's sort of a two act kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, Jake's putting the glasses back on. This don't is great. tell people what is happening. Uh, but I like to. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Um, no, I don't remember. Portal. Portal. Well, I forget. Yeah, that's a go. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so that so that is just it was just something <laughs> that was on so my that's mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to wrap this up because yeah. I compl- I had a very specific thing to say. Well, I don't know whether to play the game now or not. <laughs> that's what's tough. Is that it's a recommendation? Like, uh, you know, it's hard. It's so hard because. The times I was having fun was were so great. They were so I didn't mean to fun. like yeah. sixty seven point five out of hundred stars. <laughs> right. I did, yeah, I didn't mean to put it. Yeah, Make yeah, it, but, but it, it is, not. but it is tough. You know, it's like a really tough thing to say just on a personal level. Do I recommend this or not? Yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking know. Oh. Depends how much patience. I know that some people honestly did did not were not nearly as bothered by that stuff as I was, and I expect to get some because every time I I don't like a game, people Basically, write me emails about yeah. it. But if if your love for cool uh, immersive platforming is high, and you think you can tolerate some gunplay that might annoy you, yeah, give Mirror's Edge a try. There mm. you go. If you if that's that the idle thumbs verdict. If that doesn't sound like you, <laughs> bitch on a forum about how we recommend shitty games without playing them. It could blow you away. IGN.com. Dot idle thumbs dot net. <laughs> yeah. God, I really wish I could remember what I was going to say. Mm. Oh, well. Hopefully you'll remember it later and just burst into the middle and, you know, sort yeah. of like how it'll yeah. be like a seg. <laughs> of course. I also keep, I also, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed on PC as well. Mm. And I don't know why. Because <laughs> it really has not changed at all. It's the exact same shit again and again and again. Yeah. Like, I it is. really, I don't know. Well, that's good. I kind of cool. was just like, I'm probably pretty close to the end. Because the characters keep saying... Like, oh, yeah, this is, like, we're almost the last guy. I'm like, I'll just, I'll just finish it. <laughs> That'd be awesome almost to the last that. dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost to the last dude. This is almost the last guy. That's, like, Zelda style. There. Someone told me once that this is almost the last guy. Press A to swing your sword. <laughs> well, it is in the past, so, I mean. That's true. They know. should know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, good. Assassin's Creed. Good. Great. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, such a weird game. It's, like, it's strange to me that they would make this game, make it so repetitive, and then put so many things missions in it where you just have to keep... It's like, oh, now you go back to your master. Now he tells you to kill more dudes. Now you go back. Now you've got to... It's just feeling a little like, thin. Can you just... pocket a guy and then steal a thing. Can you just put all the missions in again, but where you start at the end of the previous <laughs> one and go the other way? That was that was only good halfway through the game and you have to run through a lot that, of stuff back. That also hilariously happens in Halo. Yeah. <laughs> I guess just a bungee thing. Yeah. Well, and Seth was great. So, mm-hmm. speaking, well, that doesn't happen in speaking of uh, Bungie, I heard you were playing Crisis Warhead. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. That Man. was an interesting seg. Yeah, that was a pretty unique seg. Yeah, no, I played Crisis Warhead. I wasn't planning to. Uh, the, the original <laughs> Crisis Apparently sort of left me. you all over it in a preview? Yeah, I did. Well, and I still stand by my poop preview. <laughs> yeah, I still stand by that because uh, I didn't like that particular section of the game at all. I don't know. I, I would say my enjoyment of Crisis Warhead is also like a comb. Uh, <laughs> it like it really really like I I, I first of all I enjoy this it is more. just going to be the idle thumbs descriptor yeah it's, it's a like comb. a comb it's a comb like a comb, like a comb. <laughs> so I was combing it 
Yeah. You can comb it. <laughs> so I was combing it up with uh, Crisis Warhead the other day. Oh, I know, what you, I know what you mean. You mean that your enjoyment sort of uh, <laughs> yeah. varied between extreme highs and lows at yeah. a regular uh, rate. <laughs> sort of sinusoidal. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> if you will. Sinusoidal. <laughs> anyway, Crisis. Crisis. The yeah, you shoot stuff, it blows up. Uh, it, it's it's a lot more fun than Crisis to me. Just like it's 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 more over the top. It's sort of it's sort of what I enjoyed about the original Crisis, um, but with more explosions, which is fine. But but the uh, the thing that really pisses me off about it, and the, the, I mean, all right, it's the fucking aliens, and I I know we can <laughs> yeah, talk about this, yeah. and I don't know <laughs> when I was talking to the developers about they're this game, they, they were saying you know. All right, the aliens are back, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this time they have the AI, you know, their AI routines are more akin to the humans, so, you know, they're going to be more enjoyable to sh- I didn't find that at all. I mean, they're the same things. They float around, and you use the well, same... now they're outside. Now they're outside, and they twitch like a little flash game that you play in an ad, and you click on them with the scope, and <laughs> Pri- then they Prize die. money paid in banana bucks? Yeah, yeah, like it's the rubber ducky <laughs> game. Die, buddy. And I just... I, I, Ape extreme. <laughs> It's it's like it's to me that it's like Mirror's Edge. Like you know, I, I enjoy Crisis. I like killing guys and taking different routes. That's all fine. But then they throw the fucking aliens in there, and I just I'm done. Like I just don't want to fight them at all. So every time that they you believe in, up, in peaceful relations with the aliens, <laughs> yeah, I just no, don't want to fight I, them. At all. I, yeah. Oh my god, did you guys see that? That I saw this like at a friend's house late at night when I was staying over at night. It was the first time I, I've seen. It was Larry, an alien. Is the first time I've seen Larry King in like years and years. Oh god! And he's doing an alien show, and Bill what? Nye was on it, and like Bill Nye was like the voice of sanity amongst all these like army colonels and shit who were like, "Yeah, there were aliens above the sky, and they fucking fucked." Uh, you certainly weren't anything that I can explain. Bill that Nye was just will like, be licensed. "What are you like?" It was really amazing to see Bill Nye, the science guy, just sort of like incredulous at these army dudes. That should be a Bill who Nye just game. like there are aliens, and he's like, "I don't. I mean, maybe, but probably not. Uh, not probably not <laughs> like in a saucer above your head." Yeah, uh, this sounds like it's going to become uh, like a licensed NES platformer yeah. of like <laughs> Bill Nye sneaking into yeah, Area right. 51 to defeat a bunch of generals yeah, uh, to disprove the existence of aliens using science and yeah. then uh, like live up as your sort of Metal Gear style advisor and uh, me- and sort of mediate. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming Nye? for you, Nye. Nye! Nye! <laughs> science guy! Science rules! <laughs> Yeah, uh, what? sounds like a crisis. <laughs> sounds kind of like Crisis Warhead. Yeah. yeah, no, the aliens. I thought the aliens actually were better than they were in Crisis, but I, they still are not as enjoyable to me as killing North Koreans. Actually, you know what happened to that game? I got- <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. I, yeah. <laughs> I like that you tried to slip that one in there. That was good. Yeah, didn't didn't uh, you didn't slip it didn't in as well as you thought. <laughs> but no, you know what happened to me? I I I got to the last level and. Um, it Sweet, was, was, was there a boss? It was full of goddamn aliens. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll kill the last alien. Like I, 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 <laughs> All right. I always, I always get to leave the last levels, and I don't play it. So I was like, I'll just kill the alien this time. So I, I alien, and <laughs> and uh, and I get to the end, and I kill the last alien, and the alien falls, and he kills me in his death throes, <laughs> like, 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 like he, as he was dying, he fell on my head and killed me, and I was like, what the. 
as a shit. Like, and there was no like quick save point before the whole last oh section. God. So I had to emergent gameplay. I had to go through and kill the guy again. I kill him again, and the same fucking thing happened. The alien <laughs> fell on me and fucking killed me in the what? last second oh, of the game. That's God. and they timed the quick save for the for the final victory like just after I died both times. So the, like, do you have a quick save you can load that is just your body sort of rolling ragdoll on the ground? I want, I want no, a quick no. save where where as as you load it's like like coming you look up and you're like what what the fuck? What well, the fuck? They're like, Psycho, you did it! Blah! I just fucking died. Well, I'm like, what? It's, the, it's actually, um, it's a sort of subversive game. It's sort of bittersweet ending. It's, yeah, you made the ultimate died. sacrifice. I thought it's, that's what it was at first. I was like, like, oh wow, he dies like in the end. Bruce Willis in Armageddon or something. And then I was like, oh he no. He dies. Quick Spoiler! fire to respawn. Oh, Space <laughs> dementia. That's fucking awesome. It happened twice. I had to beat that game three times. That sucks. So, yeah. wow. I don't think I had that experience. No, I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> I'm glad that the boss crushed you twice. Oh, although I do remember, actually, you know what's funny, actually, and now you've uh, you filled in my hypothetical situation that I had when I played that game. I remember beating the last boss, and as it was coming down, I'm like, whoa, this is crazy. This guy's going to yeah. fucking fall on me. Yeah, that's what this I is, thought. This is nuts. This is cool. Like, look how sweet this is. And then I, like, you know, got out of the way, and he fell to the ground, and I'm like, wow, that was intense. Yeah, right. It's great. like one of those oh. moments you think, like, maybe it could happen. It's not going to happen. Right, exactly. It's a game. But they, they know. But they, they, put, they put in a case there that it's yeah, not, right. like, it's going to adjust the trajectory. Right. They just invulnerability. vulnerability. Like, yeah. just slides you out of the way. Right. Yeah. Or it crushes no. you or twice. Or I fucking die twice and have to replay the level. It's funny to know that my fear was real. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, it's gonna make that a lot more Your intense. Fear is you... real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, IGN.com. Yeah. Yeah. I like that game. I, I it was pretty um, good. I would recommend playing it, even yeah. if you didn't like thoroughly. Enjoy even if the you first hate race. aliens. <laughs> yeah. And hate killing alien. I um yeah. I, it didn't have as big of an impact on me as Crisis did because in Crisis I got kind of in in a certain zone when I was playing the really large outdoor levels where I just sort of became yeah. the predator and yeah sort of I would say that would, it, it would become take out, the predator yeah I would take out like an entire base without them ever being able to get a beat on me and it was mm. just a it, I would take way longer on those levels than I actually needed yeah. to to the point where I would just be in the grass for probably like a combined you know in a given level for probably an hour overall just sort of shuffling from bush to bush taking out guys just and it I, I like stuff like that yeah. in games, and it was just a Shuffling really amazing, uh, yeah, you know, kind of going through the underbrush yeah. and like sniping off a dude, and uh, it was just like a you know really- the thing about that is just like and you know I mean I I really like you know that section of the game as well, but I will say that you know the fact that they've given you these five cheat codes basically in the suit powers just always it, you know to me like <laughs> you're the fucking internet. <laughs> Well, no, like a, no, 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 like listen, hear me out. Shadow of the Colossus is just a series of out. boss battles. Hear me out. <laughs> Where's the game? Yeah, that's my favorite with every complaint about anything. Where's the video game, guys? This is just a bunch of cheat codes. Detect them all. <laughs> Little Big Planet, where's the game? All I see is a series of challenges uh, preventing the player to get from point A to point B while other players complete actions simultaneously. Where's the game? It's <laughs> amazing just you weren't reading from something. <laughs> I don't know. I see people say that with Little Big Planet all the time. It's like the game is fucking the thing you're doing with your controller. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. like a preemptive strike on my opinion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jake, anyway, Jake, shithead, uh, what do you think about this game? Fucking worthless piece of crap. <laughs> Bullshit, shit-eating shit. Jake's saying this with the cop glasses uh, on. Yeah, I know. It's, so it's much fucking funnier. intimidating. Anyway, what did Feels you... Feels a little thin. So fun. Want to give me some more, <laughs> shitbird? <laughs> I think you know. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of Crisis uh, Warhead? And it's cheat I mean, of, of Crisis' cheat codes. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, video games. Uh, 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 cooking Mama. Cooking <laughs> Mama. 
I heard that game animals. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, RTS players were pissed when Ensemble Studios released Cooking Mama. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ensemble? What are you even talking about anymore? Is this a tie back to the Bungie connection? Like, <laughs> No, never mind. It was an attempt at calling back RTS games getting increasingly casual oh, from mainstream uh, developers, I but I, I bombed yeah. that one pretty hard. The glasses did not save me. Anyway, Crisis yeah. Warhead or Reader Mail? You've come to a fight. Uh, I think we should just go to Reader Mail. All right. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry for that. No, we'll see, but readers. now everyone's gonna think I'm an idiot. <laughs> Maybe I have to keep going. Just, just say it. All right, well, all right. I get to a point when you I'm have died. Up. It's so basically, it's so easy to just throw the cloak on and walk up to a guy and shoot him in the head without him like seeing that you're there. Yeah. That sometimes it just to me like the fact that I can do that when t- the more fun thing to do is crawl in the grass and shoot him from a distance or get behind him and, like, flank him and right. stuff. You know, sometimes it's just, it's a lot, you know, you, the straightforward path is, is a little too straightforward. Yeah. And so, you know. Although, although, I, will, although I will say if you turn the difficulty up, that's hard to do because then you're exposed. Well, that enables NPC smell. See you. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I throw on the run thing. And <laughs> you know, like, but yeah, no, I know what you mean. It, yeah, it, yeah, well, yeah. And I, but see, I, even saying that though, I do like the moments when you, you have the cloak on and you get halfway into a bunch of guys and then the, the energy dies and you're just surrounded Sorry, this, by like This is another beings. game that like Half-Life 2 would benefit from being able to hear your guy. Yeah, it right. a monologue of like, yeah. sweet, I'm fucking cold. <laughs> oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, run, go, go, go. I'm, yeah. I'm exactly. running fucking fast, this is like, awesome. That moment is great, I love that. Oh my god, that. I'm on a fucking roof. I can punch through this roof. <laughs> Jesus. Check this out. Hey guy, look, hey, I see you down there. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think pretty much actually any game would be at a game. Yeah. The guy talking? Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? I mean, the guy in Crisis does talk, right? I mean, he... he yeah, he does. You know, he, he just sounds like a, you know... Well, what a typical just, soldier yeah. dude. He's, but, added on, he's not excited whoa, every time. I'm on time. this roof. Well, hey, what's up, dude, down there? Awesome. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, typing on a computer? Sweet. <laughs> See ya. Owned. <laughs> Piss owned. Jeez. Mm. Oh, anyway, mm. reader mail. Yeah. God damn. Get ready. This, this is either a good podcast or a horrible podcast. Um, it's like a comb. It's in the eye of the listener. <laughs> yeah, this podcast is like a comb. It's a comb. Yeah. All it's right. a comb Here we go. <laughs> uh, Ryan Wanko of industrybroadcast.com would like to know, um, I think it'd be great to hear what, well, he says, what the editor at large at the most respected publication in the games industry does every day. Oh, oh well, or a, or a community coordinator over at Telltale. I usually get out of bed at like... <laughs> Right, or a guy who works at home for Shack News. Yes. <laughs> well, he says or editor at Shack News. So. Oh, oh, oh. oh, you're an editor. That's true. Yeah, I am. Who isn't these days? Yeah. All right, true. Jake, what do you do every no, day? No, you're first. All right, fine. You're uh, a fucking editor at large at a prestigious prestigio. Mm. <laughs> prestigio. <laughs> at the Prestigio Institute in prestigio. San Francisco. <laughs> um, okay, well, um, part of what I do every day is I write news and conduct interviews and stuff for Gamasutra, although... More of what I'm doing these days is for one of our other divisions called Game Developer Research, uh, which basically I conduct like surveys with developers and try to figure out like what trends in the industries are becoming apparent. Um, so I just released the other day our iPhone developer research report, which tries to extrapolate trends on like what is coming up in iPhone gaming. So like what genres are becoming bigger and sort of how budgets are tracking and like team sizes and Stuff like that. Just like try to give 
So developers basically who are interested in making iPhone games can buy a report and try to have a good idea of like what other people are doing and how much money they're spending and stuff like that. So that's, and next I'm doing one on outsourcing. So that's sort of what I do every day now. Kind of, that was kind of boring. That's anyway. like journalism, except that it sounds like you're just data collecting. Well, I have to actually. <laughs> Take that, you piece of shit. <laughs> except I actually have to like write an actual, I mean, the survey is part of it, but I actually have to write like a 40 page report about it. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's part of what I do. But I, I, my favorite thing is probably still just doing interviews, which I love doing a lot. Um, so I do that sometimes too. You can read them at comicstreet.com. Huh? All right, Jake, what do you do? Uh, I work at Telltale Games. I think I'm, I'm, I'm still technically the community coordinator, but my day-to-day job at Telltale Games uh, mostly actually consists of just doing various graphic design uh, tasks, both for sort of marketing stuff and on the games. So if you played any Telltale Games starting with uh, Sammy Max Season 1, I probably did... Uh, like all of the user interface, all the menu systems, I usually I design those and do the art and do a lot of the animation for them. And I do the uh, the opening title sequence stuff in the games. And um, yeah, I mean, day to day, I probably work on about 200 million different projects for about five <laughs> <Sweet>. minutes, <laughs> which is both fun and extreme. But like, I'm trying to think of what I worked on today. Yeah, this guy probably wants very specific things like... Yeah, I walk uh, into my office and I'm like, hey, okay, dudes. Yeah. And, no, know. that's not what happened. I mean, like today in, in specifically, uh, I put in some time doing a polish pass on uh, the save load screen for Telltale's upcoming Walls and Gromit Fascinating. game. Fascinating. It's a sort of, well, yeah, I've got a really odd job, actually, because I'm the guy in the company who does all the sort of stuff that everyone outside of the games industry assumes makes itself or just sort of happens by <laughs> right. magic. Like <laughs> right. Right. I, I'm responsible often for like the setup wizard stuff for the sort of first play uh, experience in the, in the menus and sort of how the game guides you into the first few minutes, like including all the way up through the opening titles. I, I work on all the infrastructure for how the save load system works. Uh, I also designed like the software activation system that Telltale uses, like the interface for that. Sweet. And like the user profile stuff and game downloading stuff on our website. So it's all the stuff that has nothing to actually do with games. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, using all the same tools that everyone uses to make the games. And it is part of the game. So, you know, I make games. <laughs> Sweet. Um, also, I do some game design and puzzle design stuff, but I'm like the most junior false guy of that. <laughs> most junior false guy of that. <laughs> so that's that's probably the, the best part of my job. Cool. That was a thorough answer. Yeah. So that's a million things. Nick? Nick. You know, I, I heard EA is coming to your house. <laughs> post the thing. <laughs> he posts a thing. Sweet. He posts a yeah. thing. Yeah. No, I'm, I, uh, I I write a chat news. I do, uh, you know, I basically uh, find video game news and post about it, and it's really it's 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 pretty tedious. And then <laughs> okay, I'm like and like Chris, occasionally I get to do interviews and previews of things, and that's that's yeah, you, that's you fun. fly around the country with your jet yeah, set lifestyle. Yeah. It's like you know, for three months it's really exciting, and then like for two months it's not. Like today I and then I also do like occasional features when it's not, you know. When I have time to do them, so today I researched uh, uh, exploding cow mods in Fallout Three. Sweet, <laughs> nice, so, rad. So that's yeah. what we all did today, or in general. Yeah, there's one where you can drink from a toilet too. That one's pretty funny. Fifteen nice. video games. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, next, let's see what else we have here. Uh, oh, this is good. This is a developer from Stardock, uh, Ross Dexter, who wanted to write in about. Commenting on people confusing Stardock and Starforce, um, Jake Jake hypothesized that that might happen. He says that's not that common. He's seen it happen, usually in the comments for a news item on, on a gaming website, i.e., aren't they the guys with the really awful DRM or yeah, yeah. or fuck Stardock, their copy protection wrecks wrecks my games. <laughs> um, 
he does, however, bring up the amazing story of a Stardock administrator, like yeah. on the Stardock forums. I forgot about this until now. Um, posting a link to a torrent of Stardock's Galactic Civilizations 2. saying Star Look Force. How- hey, Star Force. Star Force. Hey, Star Force. I'm, I'm, I'm already doing it. I'm already doing it. Yeah, yeah. Of Stardock. Yeah. All right, because look what you can do when there's no DRM. Yeah. You can just download these guys. You can this shit. It's fucking easy without Star Force. Um, so that was so amazing. Sad. He also says, four more common are misspellings of our name, the best of which was G4 listing our company as Starcock. <laughs> I thought he was going to say Stardork, which would also be amazing. He doesn't yeah, have that one on there. Well, that's okay. Starcock in a PAX preview of Demigod. Um, also, when telling people who are often unfamiliar with the games industry where I work, the name doesn't register and they usually remember it as Starduck or Stardog and occasionally Starport. Anyway, love the podcast. It always makes my Wednesdays more fun. Ross Dexter, game developer, Starcock. Sweet. Um, Stardog. That's my game studio. And then, I don't know if we have time for this, and I keep keep putting this off, and I'm really frustrated that I do, because I really, really want to get to it, but there were a bunch of guys who wrote in some really, like, good, well-reasoned rebuttals to, to my complaints about uh, Prince of Persia, and then also Assassin's Creed this week. This Let's do it. do it. Let's do it. All right. We're just I don't know if off. we're going to have time for all of them, but um, I'll start with this, Assassin's, this Assassin's Creed one from uh, mm-hmm. Christian. Uh, he says, uh, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with your assessment of Assassin's Creed. Uh, it's a game that could have been more than it is, and it's definitely held back by unskippable cutscenes and odd bits of linearity, Linearity, but it succeeds brilliant at its core mechanics and setting. Uh, the ancient cities are a joy to explore, running over climbing stuff as you please is a unique and exhilarating experience. You could debate issues of personal space, but I think the crowd issue works well, and even the off-criticized combat has a nice rhythm and feel to it. Um, he says everyone complains about repetitive dialogue, but it never bothered him. Um... He turned the actually this is interesting because I didn't do this. He said he turned the entire HUD off because the GPS sucks all the fun out of it. Um, the whole point of the game is to pay attention to your surroundings, watch for the guards' body language, and scale the rooftops looking for anything that might be of interest. That's really interesting. That's kind of like the people who turned off the music in Far Cry Two, which is mm-hmm. also a really good suggestion, mm-hmm. um, and I completely recommend doing now having tried it. Um, well, that's interesting. I, I didn't do that. I, I I still think the game's a little weird how your dude is just capable of deciding this one man out of an entire city is the one who's worth eave, eavesdropping on. Like, it, yeah. it seems really arbitrary to me, um, mm. but that's just how it is, I guess. Um, he describes the way he would play the games, which is to sneak in, scale the nearest tower, look for the recognizable dome of the Assassin's Bureau, get his brief, head downtown without ever looking at the map. Just walk and climb around. You'd always run into investigations without even looking. I was having an excellent time just casually exploring these gorgeous cities and dealing with whatever I came across. Now, if I'd been following map and GPS, he writes, and working through quest after quest like it was some kind of motherfucking checklist, I think I'd have the same experience that the internet and you were having. Uh, he says he played this game basically like he played Stalker the same way, just kind of going at his own pace and taking stuff in. You know, it's funny because I, I don't disagree with anything he said. Yeah. But I feel like, and I'm Christian, that's a, it's, a good, it's a really good, like, I can totally see how that attitude to this game would, would be a lot different than kind of the way I experienced it. And I think that's like a very valid opinion. But I just can't help but feel that the game was essentially just like a big repeating loop that just happens again and again. Like every time you you spy on the guy, it's going to be the exact same thing. Like every time you pickpocket the guy, it's the exact yeah. same thing every time. And every game is like that. See, but there was no opportunity for that to be different in this. Really, like the only thing that can change is maybe this time you get spotted by a guard. It's not like, for example, in Far Cry Two, which is a game I compared this to, where that firefight really could just completely end up with weird 
completely unexpected strange shit happening. And these are both made by Ubisoft Montreal. And I, I just feel like this game, I, I agree the environments were gorgeous. I agree like the c- scale of the cities and the scope was incredible. Like getting up on those tall buildings and just looking like how accurately they reproduced the scale of most likely how big cities were at that time. It's all really cool, um, but I just like you just keep doing the same fucking investigations again and again. But even, even to me, the combat—you know—he says the combat to me, you know, that was repetitive to me, and, and yeah. it, it really wasn't that enjoyable to me. I, I didn't no. find that the combat system—if if maybe if that had been interesting enough to where you know, just wandering around and you know having random combat encounters. But you know, people were talking about all the crazy things you can do to guards and stuff. I didn't really ever discover a whole lot of that. Just well, see, again, though, like he says, I agree with his sort of granular assessment, which is that I agree there's a nice rhythm to the combat. I love the feeling of like breaking a guy's thing and then turning around and stabbing him. The problem is you get in these situations where either you like especially leading up to or immediately following an assassination, you will basically get spotted time no matter what. Like, even if you're not really doing anything that wrong. And you end up either having to fight guys a lot, or constantly run away from guys and hide, yeah. or fight, like, just train a bunch of dudes where you're going, and then kill all of them at once, which takes forever and is really boring. It's just, like, I don't... I, I, I feel like the whole balance of this game, like, this sort of larger rhythm, not just the moment-to-moment rhythm, but the larger rhythm of the game, is just completely off. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it made the game, like, a, very much of a slog for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, you look at something like Hitman and just the way that that handles combat. And to me, that's yeah. just so much. More well, also, focused. you know, it's hilarious. This game's called Assassin's Creed. And, you know, I'm perfectly willing the to accept that I might just, suck balls yeah. at assassinating guys, assassinating guys, assassinating guys. <laughs> I was never able to f- pull off like a boss assassination without thing, doing but, yeah. a huge battle. Yeah. There's never any opportunity to actually assassinate them. Qu- no. The only people you can assassinate the are the meaningless guards. The part of the game. Yeah, really. me too. They're weakest because, by you, far. You kill the guy and then there's a long monologue and that whole thing where he's like, in the, I mean, that's just ridiculous. And they say like, trite things. It's like, oh, a dude, it's so it's like a dude who enslaves dudes. Yeah. And he's like, ah, but didn't you consider that I'm doing this for their own <laughs> yeah. good? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. your guy's like racked with pangs of doubt. And you're like, what is this fucking like second grade philosophy? Jesus. Yeah. Like <laughs> being deep. You, well, yeah, you probably do. <laughs> you think that's air you're breathing now? <laughs> no, it just I seemed so like trite to me. That, but anyway, I don't know. I, I feel like... Sorry, I was just quoting the video uh, from the Matrix YouTube video where farts are added in, not the real... <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. <clears throat> just wanted to clarify I, I that. I save yeah. there, Jake. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, My first yeah. association to that line of dialogue, not the actual film. I feel like they have the opposite problem with Mirror's, Mirror's Edge, where like they had sort of a bunch of individual ingredients of a good game, and then they made a terrible game out of it. Whereas Mirror's Edge was like they made a good game and then wrapped it inside a bad yeah. game. Yeah. So this was like they had like a lot of cool little things that you could make a good game with, but they didn't. Cool. Yeah. Um, the next one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. The other there's a whole bunch of them about Prince of Persia. I don't know. If, I, I really don't know if I want to do that because we're. I don't want to have this podcast be super long every week. Next time, yeah. we might decide we don't have time for Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't think just don't want to get into it. I don't think there's going to be a lot of. I don't think we talked about a lot of stuff this week that's going to generate these kinds of emails because with Dawn of War, we really had both viewpoints. I think expressed sure between me and Nick. So there's not How about my be... opinion of apathy and or haven't played it yet. <laughs> that that wasn't very strongly expressed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, well, Jake. Yep. <laughs> You're always informative. <laughs> So are we done? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. just uh, I might as well throw out a quick note that uh, a lot of the uh, guys from Idle Thumbs UK uh, who used to write for the site are now working at a company called Beatnik Games. It's a small indie studio, and they've uh, they've released a public beta of their game called Plain Sight, 
which you can get at plainsightgame.com, and I'm just plugging it because they're cool dudes. Yeah, it so, also seems like a pretty cool game. Yeah, so. check that out. Yeah. Cool. Internet games. Internet. Oh, and also they're they're doing it in XNA, so like oh. the sort of uh, oh, right. game creator stuff for 360, but it's actually like a professionally developed yeah. game. So, yeah. It's dudes. Interesting. Anyway, web. Webs. Video games. There's it one called Idle Thumbs. <laughs> 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 <laughs>